2: Hello and welcome to the Churros y Tacticus podcast on a Monday, uh, day after a very another, another eventful weekend in La Liga where there's so much to talk about. And we're here again. Diego is here. It's a bit of a hectic start. <laughs> Diego's video is fluttering in and out. We literally both sat down, got to the desk, got to the computer, and pressed record without... Really saying hi. How you doing? Diego's rushing from work. I'm frantically trying to do other things here. Kids are home, running around. They may at some point run in on camera with different Halloween costumes because that's what they're doing today while they're at home. They're just putting on different costumes. So you may get that. I'm not sure. Apologies in advance or, or maybe no apologies. Maybe it'll be the highlight of the show. I don't know. Diego, very dapper today. Very clean. No cap. Dress shirt on.
1: This is the professional version of Diego. How are you doing? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm still under the weather. Um, like you said, I just came back from uh work. I had the pleasure to um despite having no voice call uh a recent string of Barça games, <laughs> and I had to redo or redo. I had, I had the pleasure to do this a la vez Barça Uh, after watching it over the weekend and um, here I am and yeah just just shit is a little bit frantic frantic now a little hectic with work the wife the missus is over in Canada as I mentioned on the pod last week (coughs) and in the meantime I've got this persistent cough that is just not leaving me uh, alone Uh, but anyways man here we are to talk La Liga to talk uh, some Barca, to talk some Madrid, to talk some Atletico, some Girona maybe. We'll see. And uh, anything else that is going on in this crazy world, my friend? I love that we just kind of shove Girona,
2: title contender Girona in there as the fourth option, as a talking point. As a We'll see. We'll see. We might get to you guys. We might get to you guys one day. I, I wonder what our reaction will be if they actually won the league title. We got to find a well, Girona I mean, guy to bring them on. We got to find some Girona person, I think. I think Who yesterday is...
1: showed that that's clearly not going to happen.
2: Yesterday's show?
1: No, showed. The, the between Girona We and dropped Grasso two points. That. No, uh, yeah, but uh, Girona got... I mean, I don't know. Did you see any other game? Did you see that yeah, I watched disallowed it, yeah. goal? Yeah, that was crazy.
2: Travesty. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Well, luckily, the referee made up for it in the Real Madrid game. So it's still, I mean, they're only two points back still. I mean, uh, and Barca quietly only eight points back. Atletico, 10 points back. Although <laughs> um, you, would, you would think maybe they, they won the league with Griezmann's tweet. Crypt, very cryptic tweet. I don't know. Okay, where do you want to start, man? I mean, we got a, a lot to talk about. We got a lot of different start things with that could hit. Let's start with that.
1: The, the the tweet, I, I I actually caught a glimpse of it. Um clearly referring to that disallowed goal. You think that's what he was referring to?
2: I wasn't sure if it was referring to that or if it was referring to maybe celebrating at the end, because they, they want a you know, they want a point at the end, which felt like very loser behavior. I don't know what it was. It was very cryptic.
1: No, that was that was the disallowed goal.
2: Well, that's. I mean, I don't know what's more embarrassing than that, or, or laughing about winning a point at the end. I. I, I don't know. E- either way, um, that that can't be what you want to start talking about. It as a tweet. That's my analysis on the. I don't tweet. know. Th- th- th-
1: this this was you brought out the tweet, and I just saw it before recording this morning. I was like, oh, uh, interesting, and and my take was. The goal. I mean the the Derby as a whole obviously it was uh I thought it was a very equal affair. I felt like this one was probably one one was the right result on the day. Um it was did, another did, chapter did between it? the two Madrid games. I, I tried watching it. I had my kids there. Uh, you know, mama's not home, so my daughter wasn't able to fall asleep as quickly, uh without mom's presence but you know I did my best uh all in all I felt like it was uh probably the right result um I'm gonna say that uh that goal the disallowed goal was um the right call even though I think a lot of I mean a lot has been made of it online um yeah it you know it was who's making it a, an what, interesting who's making it a thing online it's a
2: correct call oh. it's way more clear than that araujo via real very like yeah like if that one was offside then this one is this one is double mm. offside
1: it's pretty clear yeah, Diego. but they, they don't this is there is no analysis needed well, I mean go go online, my friend. I don't or you know. Yeah, well, that's think... why
2: I don't go online. So I don't I don't see anyone with their tin tin hats and their pitchforks.
1: You do go online. You do go online. Unfortunately, Mostly I do go, go online, online,
2: unfortunately. Yeah.
1: But I try not to. But um uh, try not to. Yeah. But uh yeah, all in all a pretty entertaining game, not as many goals, but uh like I said, I feel like the right result was uh the draw in the end. I saw two equal teams battling it out. Basically, are you aware of the
2: other controversial calls that happened in the game, or no?
1: The the penalty,
2: the three penalties.
1: Um, I'm. I think I'm aware of two of them. Uh, what what was it? So there were there were Saul.
2: Three... There were three clear penalties. Vasquez, and Saul Be-
1: committing one, I think.
2: Uh, so Vasquez was taken down. I think, yeah, that was a Saul one, and then Bellingham twice. And I just wonder if, like, uh-huh. if that's what Griezmann's referring to. What I, I'm very curious, like, really, what these guys? It, it's a, it's just amazing to me that everyone is so focused on only the, the tunnel <laughs> vision that exists. From fans, <laughs> from players, from coaches, everyone that they only see one side and it's whatever injustice they think happens to them. And then everything else, it's just it doesn't exist to them. Like and, and it just fascinates me. I don't know, man. It's the human mind. Yeah. It's the way our brains are wired to only see injustice towards us. We don't see anything else. We're not we're like not capable of seeing the entire objective picture. It blows my mind. Mm. I, it's, it should not be that hard. To, to just yeah be like oh yeah bad
1: referee bad calls we got i mean in 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 this it, particular it's, case it's it's just it's aggravating quite frankly again i'm 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 a little bit besides just being a little bit overwhelmed or stressed at the moment as well doing the game again this morning watching what took place yesterday um I'm just a little bit disgusted with La Liga to be honest. I'm 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 like I'm I'm kind of over it. Um I, I don't uh I'm not getting getting any pleasure from watching games, from calling games, um, you know, from doing this podcast. Like I'm I'm not uh, it, it, it's it's wow. it's not it, it's been probably the worst one of the worst seasons I have I've that I remember in a very, very long time. Um, the drive by shooting just
2: on y just... tacticas.
1: Yeah, it's like aggravation after aggravation. I I don't uh, uh you know, I I don't I, I, I don't get what is going on at the moment. I I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um you know, we saw it like uh, in and obviously I'm I'm large part referring to what happened uh in Mini between Alaves and Barca, but another game that just Brings out the worst of me, really. Uh, A red card on Vito Roque that was completely, you know, made up, invented when uh, referee Vazquez, I think his name was, was looking at the play, could clearly see, uh, and they showed in the replay as well. And I forget exactly who it was. Uh, I don't know if it was Sola, I don't know if it was Antonio Blanco, but one of the players committing a yellow card offense on Pedri in the play leading up to the red card to Victor Roque, who now will most likely obviously be suspended uh, for a match or two. I don't know. But then allow, it actually calls advantage. You see him like calling the advantage, it says play on so the, the making the right call in the moment because Pedri actually break, breaks away from from Antonio at that moment. Then, you know, because he's being tucked back by a shirt is unable to get to the ball Um, allowing, who was it, uh, Rafa Marín, the the Alaves defender, to to launch at the ball. Cleats, you know, fully legs stretched out, cleats out, committing another foul, Vitor Roque trying to get to the ball, taking his foot back uh, in order not to get injured and instead getting awarded with a yellow card, red card out, Barca's left with 10 men and like the party's over. It's just like, uh, these constant things, these these constant you know refereeing mistakes, are they've reached boiling point? Like they've reached climax, like the peaking right now. It it, it I don't remember any season being this bad, or at least aggravating me this much at this point. Uh, to a point where again, like I'm I'm not enjoying watching. La liga this season I'm really not and and I don't know how my former colleagues are doing over at la liga t v um you know hopefully <laughs> they're able to just brush it off and 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 continue on with their day, but these kinds of 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 travesties really like these kinds of serious mistakes that just continue to hinder uh the spanish league um I just I, I I don't know, man. I I I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it. It it, at it
2: feels all. worse than it's ever been, and like I think <laughs> the the frustrating thing is there doesn't, there doesn't really seem to be a solution. Like we thought VAR is a solution, but in the end, yeah. VAR just slowed the game down, and there's still mistakes. So what mm-hmm. was the solution? What is the solution? I'm not entirely sure. I will say simultaneously while. <laughs> It's been really frustrating talking about the referee every single weekend.
1: Every week, man. There's and, the, and, the and, and games like, I bite have been my tongue a lot. Like I there's a lot of stuff that I just, you know, in in with the good of this podcast in mind, in in the interest of our of the pod, of you and me, of our listeners, there's a lot of stuff that I kind of just, you know, gloss over or do, I'm like I uh, Fuck it. I'm not going to bring it up because it's just not going to, you know, it just doesn't do any good. I like I'm the same. You know
2: me. I don't I don't I don't like talking about referees. We never talk about referees, but like we've had the last two games, there were five penalties combined that Mm -hmm. the referee just looked away. It's like, okay, well, the Getafe game, it didn't cost us but the atletico game like clearly did and if it comes down to the wire i mean even the girona call was crazy to me the girona i everyone like everyone knows the rules by now like that the girona mm-hmm. one and the that the frustrating thing about the girona ones and the and the, the penalties for example were like those ones are not calls that are are hard to interpret it's not a handball everyone knows the rules everyone knows that Possession changed multiple times before Jerome scored. it should be allowed like the var that's- it's ridiculous that that was disallowed. allowed uh so I think like it, when it comes to clear calls that it's not in a handball like okay was he where is his arm is it by his body is it here is it intentional is it not like those ones like okay, we're human like no one really gets it we think we we think we understand we don't. Sometimes it's a correct call, like but like these calls are more blatant. Um, I guess it's like bittersweet because on one hand you say that Diego, like, and I agree with you. I hate talking about the referees, and it, every week we've been talking about them. The games themselves have been actually really fun. Like La Liga's game to game track record this season has been really entertaining the amount of goals that have been scored the amount of late winners late draws late um comebacks it's it's been highly entertaining to watch but it's true that the referee thing needs to be sorted out and I don't know if it's any better in the Premier League because every time I every time I catch up on the Premier League there's this controversial call and this team getting screwed and that team getting screwed and some coach losing their mind in the post-game press conference. Yeah. If you have a solution, let me know, because I have no idea what the solution is at this point.
1: I don't know, man. Um, I'm trying to gonna focus my efforts on the Six Nations. Uh, rugby has always been a, one of my favorite sports, and that's happening at the moment. Okay. I still have to catch up on, uh, catch up on France, Ireland, even though I know Ireland uh, won that game. Looking forward to seeing that, uh, because yeah, it's just it's 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 shambles, man. It's shambles. It's it's a shit and now with the audios being leaked as well, it's just adding so much more fuel on the fire. And you hear these referees talk as if they're at a bar, like as if it's you and me on a podcast, you know, talking about certain plays, certain calls, non calls. It's like, dude, do you realize that your decisions here have serious impact on the games? I mean, it. I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm stunned. I'm, I'm, you know, left flabbergasted. I'm just without words. I'm pissed off. Um, I'm angry right now, Kian. Sorry. I know this is not the usual tone on churros, and I want to be optimistic and stuff, but it's all. Uh, it's just a perfect storm right now for me to be pissed off on this podcast. We had to skip Friday. Sorry for our loyal viewers. Uh I couldn't hack it. I was not feeling well. But um I don't know why I'm mentioning that. I'm just saying that for well, our viewers. It's, it's, that good watch us on a regular it's good housekeeping. Good yes. housekeeping.
2: Because patron questions we have to bring it forward to uh later this week. I know there's a lot are, of are questions. are you are
1: you listen, are you hearing like these these leaked referee uh Audio's? Are you catching? The, were there
2: more this week? I I I listened to all the ones from the Almeria game. Was there more after
1: that? <coughs> yeah, there's there's been a ton more. Um. Today? But I'm not gonna. No, last week, it's just other games, not Almeria. Okay. And uh. There, uh, there Gira, was one from classic. There There was one from Clasico. The Arauco incident. Yes, I wanna say. Oh fuck, I don't remember which one. Um, maybe maybe a Derby.
2: I caught up on whatever all the ones were leaked if, at But like. he,
1: he's got something juicy this week. He said he's I saw releasing that. something tomorrow. Yeah. He
2: said something about if if Barça don't overturn the red card or something, or if La Liga don't overturn the Victor Roque red card. Is that what it, he said something Is that like, What he said? He said if if, if it's not overturned I could be misreading it. I don't know. I thought he said something like, if it's not overturned, then I will leak something really juicy or something. <laughs> Which sounds great. Like, <laughs> let, Romero's let, uh...
1: straight up threatening. That's hilarious. I, the, well, the... do you know what I like? I, I mean, I, I actually, I'm just happy that these audios continue to come out. I was scared that they were going to put like some gag order on Romero and Gijantes. But um, Can they? his source I mean... is coming good. I I don't I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know if there's anything
2: they can do nonsense. other than, you know, be worried about the integrity of the <coughs> league as they put it and and who's <sighs> leaking it and all this stuff. I mean, I, I, I at some level at some level I think their concern would be that it's dangerous for, and for the health of the referees if ev- like they just basically you know whether it's threatened th- threats from fans or or whatever, but at the same time, if it holds them to a higher standard to be more conscious of yeah. how they speak on the comms, uh, on the right uh, on the headsets, and make better decisions, then I think the more transparency, the better. So I'm I'm totally okay this, with the with the leaks, but I I I well I'm said. curious about the intentions of the leaks and where it's coming from. And also,
1: yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I mean, exactly. Like it's in all of our interest to have these men who have a certain control or, who try to exert some control over the game, who certainly have an influence over the game to hold them at the highest standard and give us, you know, not just, well, yeah, give us our money's worth. At the end of the day, you know, we're paying a lot of money to watch the football week in, week out on our screens, um, whether it's or on our screens, I say, or, or, or uh, at the stadium itself, you know, ticket prices are still, exponentially higher than say in in the German Bundesliga where they have some sort of cap on uh, how high clubs can put the prices and and that's even though you know the Spanish economy is also exponentially worse than the German economy so for us to hold these people accountable and demand their best and demand transparency um you know I think is is like you said it's in the best interest of all of us uh
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
1: I wish football wouldn't affect me so much, you know? I, I wish I was like more of a casual fan and 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 not so much involved, not, not so much of a diehard Barca fan in this case. And um, could switch off the TV and just get on with my day, uh, happy days, jolly times. But uh, even though... Like I, I thought that that would pass with age, and and you know the older I get now, forty two years old, I've been watching football for over thirty years. I thought that that would fade and I would be less fanatical, less radical. But um, you know, really, this season is is showing me that it it's not the case, and it's just uh, mm. it's a painstaking season. And you know, for everything that I'm very well aware of and critical of of what's taking place off the pitch, I I read an article I, I highly recommend everybody read, and i want to make sure I do justice um I'm subscribed to the athletic can mm-hmm. do you, uh I, the I am yeah I got a sweet deal too I, I, maybe I shouldn't say this it's but always a
2: sweet deal I, I, it's, it's not expensive like every day <laughs> they roll
1: out deals like one dollar for the year but check this out i'm now paying i now paid nine ninety nine for an entire year, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. It's not bad. Dermot Corrigan. Dermot Corrigan. Uh, In fact, Dermot, I I had him on Viva La Liga. uh, It was four or five years ago. Yeah. Great journalist. He wrote a fantastic article. Barcelona's money worries. What Xavi's replacement as a manager should know. Mm. Hansi Fleek. Hmm. Uh, Jordi Criv, his name is popping up. Um, mm-hmm. Allegri, mm, Di Zerbi, uh Klopp. Anybody whose you know name is uh, being mentioned right now, I highly suggest you read this, and and any fan for that matter as well. Uh, and I say that to the detriment of my club because you know we talked about it. We touched upon it last week. That we had the. Milan debate whether Barca was closer to Milan or or Madrid Mm. and reading that article man it just like cement this state of of depression concern you know give it whatever negative adjective you want I don't want to underplay it neither because that affected me I think you know I want to believe and from everything that I read um, Mr. Corrigan got his facts spot on. By the way, shout out to Taps once again. Um Taps is because a legend, he's man. the one that Yeah, he's the one he, that made like, me aware just, me in this article. Can,
2: can I give 10 seconds on Taps? Yeah, yeah. He's like a genuinely good person, a good human being. Yeah. Like I just no t- he puts care into like every comment. He's a very thoughtful person. Really just <sighs> shout out to Taps.
1: The best. The best. He's the best the, the most lawyers Loyalist listener, and um, yeah, just a genuinely good person. And that's without knowing the guy, but he's been, a, you know, with us, I feel like since the start. Yeah, he's been there. And from he's the always beginning. been a yeah. very down to earth, very nuanced, and, and a balanced approach. Then. Uh, takes his time to uh, answer questions or, or, you know, to come up with threads himself. And and needless to say, anyways, so he he tagged me in in the post where this article was mentioned. So shout out to him. To get back to this, these are like dire times. No, it's like beyond dire at this point. I, I don't know. How is this club even afloat? Like how, if you're La Porta, how are you even able to sleep at night? Like I understand why the guy walks around like a cartoon character, big and you know inflated. Yeah. The man is eating his worries away. I don't know how how I couldn't deal with that kind of pressure. Forget it, forget it. Like if I'm mm. already avoiding you know social media when whenever a churros pod goes out. Like, forget it. I don't know how he does it. I I understand how he's like, you know what? This ain't my time right here. Click. I'm ejecting. I'm out of here. Like, this right now, the state of Barca is so bad off the pitch that I'm holding, you know, my heart, how my heart fussed. I always translate that literally. I don't know if you say that in English, but. you know, I hold my heart that things will turn around, that somehow, you know, the money from these investors will get paid, do get paid, because if not, and right now, a lot of them are like, you know, half-stepping it. They're like either have put in 50%, withholding 50 or straight up just not injected any of the money that they agreed upon. Um but if that doesn't come in and sanctions start being imposed as well by Tebas, by La Liga, by UEFA, you know, it's it's bye-bye Barca the way we know it, man. It'll be a completely different Barca, but not like five, ten years down the line. I'm talking like in a year or two max. Like this is the state of the club right now. Is It's, it's like we're it, hanging it went, on by a thread. Would it ever go pr- private? Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, it's like the the newest, the latest rumor floating about is that some of the trips that Laporta's has, has had or, or has done over to the Middle East. He was in Dubai. This was before, like right before Saudi Arabia, right before the Spanish Super Cup, and um, there's been rumors of him being in Qatar as well. Is that he's trying to find a formula, like the Bayern formula? So he's trying to see if if and again this is un this is this is rumors this is you know uh, unconfirmed reports yeah but 49% of of the club seeing if he can sell that <laughs> to keep the 51% stake uh the the, the majority to, to the members socios yeah um but that even that in and of itself you know requires a complete restructure of the club and and it's just not like that it just seems easier way easier said than done you know and and i would have to do my own research or uh rely on the good work of a, a dermot corrigan to to come up with the actual process of how that could take place how that could be done and it's not something I want to see happen. You know, I think like Real Madrid fans, Barca fans, we always take pride that this is a a member's owned club. Uh, It belongs to the socios, always been that way. And we have a vote and a say and, and all that good stuff. But, um, uh, you know, we are, I mean, we're closer than ever to, to losing this model and, and becoming privately owned. And then it's, you know, uh, it it entertaining that thought, Keon is is a podcast in, in and of itself because um it's it's like how I mean how would you feel about Real Madrid like me the thought of a a, a Peter Lim like figure coming and taking over is is it just feels wrong you know it feels wrong yeah. it feels dirty it feels like you course, you failed, yeah. you know, and that's obviously that's why yes, I said Bartoméo should
2: be in jail if he's not already. Right, 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 right.
1: But it, it truly, does look what he like,
2: did like, is criminal. That was happening. I mean, it is yeah. criminal, but it's yeah. it's beyond criminal. It's something.
1: It's uh, he sh- he should you just be in prison for life. Um, so he's the instigator for sure. But there's um, you know the the follow up on that is la porta and, and you know I think there's a lot of things you could say you could yes. fault la porta for and you know just last week I think our patrons asked well do you think that the levers worked and uh my answer said was I think it's becoming clear that it was pan para hoy hambre para mañana so a case of bread for today but being hungry tomorrow um but there there was a path for it to to not be being more austere hungry tomorrow
2: yeah. and it there was there was a couple <laughs> unfortunate things that happened for you guys one was that you had the champions league group stage elimination last year yeah. that was a yeah. huge one that was not forecasted was in the budget um i looked
1: at I stadium don't... leaving the no and and having a fraction of of yeah. ticket sales that you know, that was huge. Dude. Which you could argue that was that necessary now, really? You know, did we have? Was that at the that top now? of the priority list? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, like, I have no idea what it takes to be a president. And I think probably the hardest job is to follow up what Bartomeo did. I have no idea <clears throat> how that, you know, any other person would have navigated that. But having said that, there were risks he took. You know, I this whole discussion of. The what you're going through as a fan and how it's hard for you to watch games and how you wish it didn't affect your life. Like I've always said, and I've gotten better at this as I've gotten older. Like you can't let something so out of your, con- your control dictate your happiness. I'm I'm more careful saying that stuff now because I understand that there is a lot of people in the world who this is what they have. This is, you know, whether they come from impoverished backgrounds or in you know living under a a, a tyrannistic oppressive government regime yeah. and they have nothing but football and i get that right so i don't i have to be careful saying that i the best and like for the equivalent for me like if i had to come to do the managing madrid podcast and and round were fourth and they were playing bad and had all this situation like that really would not be fun to do as a job. Like I remember that year where after Ronaldo left and we were eliminated by Ajax and everything sucked. Like it was really hard to do work that year because everyone just was mad. And so we would hear everyone's anger. Right. And it's not like, obviously it's not any of anyone's fault. Like who's doing a podcast about it, but you know, it was tough. It was not easy. I guess it's not easy. And working for Barca is not easy. And, and I have a lot of friends who have worked for Real Madrid TV in the past, and they say, like, if Real Madrid are playing well, our job is so much easier. So I get
1: that. Oh, it's so much easier.
2: Yeah, it's so much easier. So, <clears throat> um, I mean,
1: I literally lost my livelihood because of, you know, the current state yeah, of affairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. For sure. If Barca are, are doing well, you're happier. That's natural. Not mm-hmm. just because of your mental health, but because of your financial situation. Like, it actually is connected. For people of us who are in the media anyway, covering those respective teams. Uh, and I'm so lucky, right? Like if, if Real Madrid go into a dark age, you know, that affects like how many people are listening to us, or how many people are subscribing to us. On the flip side, if Cristiano Ronaldo is playing for us, you know, it's, it's you know, the amount of traffic and, and revenue just goes to the roof. I'm, you know, being really honest with you guys. And, and it, it can be tough if Real Madrid were not good one day or have bad phases. Anyway, the best analogy I heard, it was um, years ago, I was listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast and he said, you should have a bunch of things in your life that make you happy so that if one of them is sucking, the other ones will lift you up. And he brought up the examples like I have a business. I have um, a workout schedule. I have this. I have that. I have this business or I have. Um, you know, I, I, I have take interest in cooking and learning this and whatever. So one day if my business is losing money, but I just broke a record on my deadlift that day, well, at least one of the eggs in my, mm-hmm. one of my baskets gave me happiness. I was way. like, that's a great way of yeah. looking at it. Like if you have multiple things that give you happiness, then at least if your favorite soccer team is not playing well and that's out of your control, like really just focus on what's in your control. And, and that I think, yeah, but yeah, it's tough man. I'm not saying it's easy. It's really not easy. I I get it. I get I get why it's hard for you. Um out of curiosity, what how would you feel if about like how much would you care if Real Madrid were in Barcelona situation right now? Would you be like would you be like evil, laughing in the corner, licking your lips, licking your chops, and rubbing your hands together, or would you be like that kind of sucks, or like, Honestly, how would you feel?
1: Yeah, there, there, there would certainly be moments of just sheer enjoyment, um, uh, which you know I, I've enjoyed in the past. That, like Madrid have gone through darker times, never this dark, that's for sure. Uh, but moments, obviously, where Barça. Had the upper hand. Uh, we don't need to rewind the clock that long ago. My, but what I never want to lose, um, and that's the you know the god honest truth, is this rivalry Barça Madrid, Madrid Barça, which you know for me is is the most beautiful football rivalry, if not the sports rivalry, in the entire world and in the entire history. There's just so much exactly that history, culture behind it that losing that i think would be you know a detriment to the generations following us you know this has got, this is something that is now a uh, hundred a little bit over a hundred years old uh, and that needs to thrive for centuries to come um, and to lose that would be losing mm, something beautiful something that you know uh, motivates you something that frustrates you, something that uh, gives you some illusion, some hope, something to look forward to, something to talk about, something to work around, something to, uh, you know, relate to with your family, with your kids, with friends. Um, it's 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 a beautiful thing. And, and for me, losing uh, Barça-Madrid-Madrid-Barça rivalry would be... <laughs> I mean, then I would seriously... Start actually thinking about maybe you know checking out and saying that that's enough. Like all this talk for all this talk that you hear quite often of people saying that that you know Barça, uh, whether it's Barça fans or 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 Madrid fans saying that Barça need to be expelled from La Liga. Uh, I hope that never happens because that would mean that we basically wouldn't see a Clásico anymore unless you know we face each other in, in New York European competition, which we can count on one hand how many times that has happened. Right. And, um, so it's a yin yang situation, right? I think for all the genuine loathing that I feel towards Real Madrid, it's, it's the evil brother that I still need there to be there to, uh, you know, for, for things to make sense, like for there to be this, this, like I said, rivalry or or, or competition. Uh, Absolutely. because at the end of the day, I think we do measure each other, um, you know, on the basis, even though a lot of Madridistas, you know, try to tell themselves that they don't. Uh, I, I think there's still a lot of looking over the shoulder to see what each team each club is doing and say well you know look we're doing this and we're better at that but there is that comparison that, that will hopefully be there eternally that's really sweet man uh <laughs> i hope
2: barca go bankrupt and <laughs> cease to exist <laughs> Fuck <Barca. laughs> um cold-blooded are you serious you would rather
1: barca disappear
2: no i didn't say disappear i uh, I'm
1: being a little bit you said hyperbolic. Go bankrupt and cease to exist. Oh, okay. Um Song in cheek is I <coughs> I
2: I mean, I really, really the most important thing for us is we continue on our path and whatever happens, happens outside of that. Um and you know, and not to say that the Barca haven't enjoyed periods like this themselves, but we you know, back when at the turn of the century, we didn't need Barca to be good. You know, we were competing with Super Depor and Valencia and it was like, Yeah, do we need Barca? Who cares?
1: No, that's that's not true. I I I I don't I'll I'm not gonna take your word for that.
2: What do you mean? Which part did you disagree the, with?
1: Well, the, the whole like do we need but Bar- it's it's always better if if both clubs are good.
2: Yeah, of I'm of course I'm just so saying look that. At,
1: look at where's Deport now? Where's Valencia now? I mean, like they. Well, they don't I would. Have, I, I like, wish the they would so good. The tradition. Yeah. Sure, but they're not. I mean, they don't have the pedigree, tradition, the history uh, that a, a Barça Madrid have. If if what you said would actually come true, like you're you think you'd be fine without a Barça? maybe your wish will come true but I not think without be a lot not poorer just, off I, I
2: didn't say without but i just said like we've had periods where barca haven't been good and it's you know the classical was still hot and heavy even when mm. one of us weren't good
1: right would you agree with that no i mean it's it's like it's no, I, I I genuinely enjoy it more if the competition is fierce. Like when Schuster came in white, waving a white flag, or you know we went through a string of all or managers. You didn't enjoy that. It's like it's fun for a little bit. Like it mm. was fun with Mourinho. Like like people that deserve to get their face rubbed in it. But then it's like you know I do prefer more when it's when it's yeah when it's heated when it's more compete in, like, and like the comp- level of competitiveness is higher. It's like um yeah, no. I I I enjoy that more, much more. Well,
2: would you say so like
1: hmm like the the best setup was like the two best players in the world being in uh, one in each camp, like the Messi, I I don't Messi think Messi we'll ever battle. see that again.
2: I I I don't know <laughs> if this is a hot take. I think football peaked in that era in that I don't think it will ever be that again, ever. Like even after hmm. we die, I think that was the peak of football was Cristiano versus Messi, Pep versus Pooh, and that right. whole thing. I don't like peak hmm. of La Liga, peak of football, peak of like it, it will never be that again. Like it's, I don't yeah, think maybe. it's a hot take. I, I think it's even after we die, long after we, we were dead, I don't think it'll ever be as good. Hmm, that was it. Hmm, that was hmm. the peak. That was the good old days. That was it. It's over. Now we're sitting here talking oh, about it. referees and and uh, Laporta eating his stress away.
1: Eating disorder. It's, it's it's it's. Have you seen him lately? It's man. It's concerning. But bro, I, I'm sorry, dude. I I do need to run. I got a jet off. It's all good. Um, I know. Uh, it's pretty hectic <coughs> here too at home. My Luca,
2: Luca walked in with a, a full on gorilla suit uh, in this podcast, but he didn't come on the camera. It was we pretty funny. Is it, yeah.
1: it, was, it, it was a carnival? You guys celebrating carnival as well?
2: No, they're just bored. They're just putting costumes on.
1: So I don't know if you
2: know. So uh, on the carnival, east coast baby. of Canada uh we've had a total of 80 centimeters of snow
1: oh my god
2: so i don't know if you you can picture that but picture nearly 1 meter right yeah, yeah. A, i mean i can so, picture it yeah. so like pretty much hip height depending how tall you are um mm-hmm. and and that's so what's we've been hit with so everything shut down you can't you can't leave you can't do anything
1: it's like covid that's insane man. Well, in the yeah. meantime, the uh local government here in Catalonia has officially declared like a state of emergency with regards to um the sequia, the um uh, drought. So, it's oh. like record levels of low, yeah, water. And uh it's 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 taken a toll on on Well, not just nature. It's like we are restricted to a certain uh, amount of leaders per day, per household, mm. per members. Yeah, yeah. Damn. And in the schools and stuff, uh, they're like closing off the showers in, in sporting clubs. Uh, you're oh. not allowed to shower at the gym anymore. You shower at home. I remember uh, this things uh, of that nature.
2: At, uh, when Barcelona put a rule. This was uh, a couple weeks ago, right? No showers at the stadium after the game or something like that? Yeah yeah
1: yeah that yeah yeah and now like just uh before the so last week they've like upped the restrictions and uh the intake and stuff or the use of water per household, hmm. yeah, no it's it's fucked up, man it's fucked up it's it's we're like twenty one degrees now here it's we had winter for like a day like the 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 episode I came with a north face jacket on that was it and and now we're like in spring. 21 degrees unbelievable I mean, it's well it's not it, a good uh, thing
2: i mean it's i guess we have different problems but uh, 21 degrees to me right now i don't know what it i would do if i'd literally
1: roll around naked in the street wow <laughs> uh all right i guess i'll, I'll witness <laughs> you're, next around, week. you're thinking there's snow outside you're rolling around naked on just the asphalt would be an interesting scene. It would be for patrons only. I would do it. it to raise it money for tier. Barcelona.
2: If you want, we'll, all funds will be donated to Jean Laporta. If you want to see Keon rolling yeah. down naked in the street, I'll do it. Uh, all right. Cool, bro. Good chatting. I hope this provided some kind of therapy for you. And, and, and we will be back. No, with
1: therapy, therapy will be Lewandowski leaving this summer for... Fifty million to Saudi Arabia. That would be wow. some therapy. Yeah, I don't know. That, I, I actually, think that Frankly, young will, be, frankly you know, young will be.
2: Frankly Young will be will be sacrificed.
1: I Salaries, so. and- if, I mean, like he salary man. He's 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 high. He's high. He's one of the highest payer earners. So yeah. All right, bro. By the way, while you were talking earlier, the I wanted to bring this up. I'll leave this the Bellingham one. Yes, also. What uh, a penalty that was wrongfully was two. not called? Two on Bellingham. There were two, yeah. yeah. Oh, two on Bellingham. I only saw one.
2: Yeah. Which one did you see? Marcos Llorente hugging him or the one where he get checked? Savage. Savage. Yeah. There was one. And then later on in the game, Marcos Llorente just puts him on a, in a bear hug in a, on a corner kick and throws him. Yeah. It was like, fuck. Uh,
1: well, it... that's it. It's a disgrace. La Liga is a disgrace, Tebas. I don't know what you've done with the league, my friend. But I think I think Chavi is
2: right about it being an adulterated league,
1: but not in the way
2: he thinks. I think it's adulterated and that all the refs suck. That's my take. Mm-hmm. All right, get
1: all right, better, then,
2: man. Go. We'll be back for Patreon yeah. edition over on patreoncom so that's Tacticas. We have a ton of questions to go through for patrons. And uh, if you want us a bit more, you can just do it uh, over on Patreon. Thanks, Diego. Great chatting, man. Take care. Peace. Peace.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.